Welcome to the Feminine Flow Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Stina Fey. This is the space for heart-centered entrepreneurs to get inspired, awaken their intuition, and embrace a spiritual approach to their lifestyle, business, and brand. Get ready to flow. All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Feminine Flow. So today we have a very special guest with us, Viani Lee, who is a menstrual cycle manifestation and mindset coach. So you already know this interview is about to be super aligned and that we're literally going to get into The Feminine Flow. So I'm so excited about this. Thank you for being here, Viani. Thank you for having me, Christina. Of course. Very excited to be on your podcast. Yes, girl. So let's just dive right in because I know you have been creating, you know, quite the platform around menstrual cycle awareness. Can you share your story around what drew you to this? Yes, of course. So it's actually been only around 10 months where I've been in the menstrual cycle awareness community. And that simply happened because I had a breakdown. (laughs) I had a breakdown last year, um, which I now like to call my breakthrough. And to put it in a nutshell, I was um, battling with a hormonal-based mood disorder called PMDD, which stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And the breakdown kind of came out of the blue. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know that I had any hormonal imbalances or there was anything wrong. I had just um, recently been married. So I'd been two months into married life, hashtag married life. (laughs) And I went away um, on a girl's trip. And when I came back, um, I basically had a breakdown. I had a breakdown. It was one really scary night. And my husband didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't know what the hell was going on. And um, yeah, I went through a really bad, like depressive, anxious, and just, it just felt really, it felt really out of character. Now I'm the type of person that I've got, you know, a lot of things on the go at, you know, some times in my life. But at that particular time, I was planning a wedding. I was we got married um, in Greece and we also had a, a UK wedding as well. And then when I got back, I was like, oh, thank God. Like I just, I just kept on saying to myself, I cannot wait to just be. I can't wait until we can just be. Because the whole planning was just taking up so much time, which a lot of people were probably listening to this going, what, it was your wedding? Weren't you excited? I was, but I was also working a couple of different jobs and I had another business on the other side. Anyway, so back to that night, um, I based, so the symptoms of PMDD are very similar to the symptoms of bipolar disorder. And a lot of women out there, it affects one in 20 women. A lot of women out there are actually misdiagnosed with having bipolar disorder. Wow. Because when you go to the doctors, they don't ask you what day of your menstrual cycle you're on. They don't ask you what is your menstrual cycle like. And it's just nothing, it's just something that is never really spoken about. So, so I had that breakdown that night and then the next day, um, things got pretty dramatic and, um, my mum doesn't live in London anymore. She came down to visit and just to kind of try and figure out what was going on. Cause I felt really suicidal. I was just a mess. And 
when she came down, I remember speaking to her and even though I wasn't saying too much, but I just looked at her one moment. And I said to her, mom, what were your periods like when you were younger? Because I knew that there was some sort of link to my period and the breakdown, but I didn't know to what extent. I didn't know what it was. Great. Um, and she turned around and said to me, you know, I, yeah, I had quite severe PMS and I'd never heard the word or the term severe PMS before. So I went on Google as we do right. and I Googled severe PMS and all of a sudden PMDD come up and I was like, what the hell is this? I've never seen this before. I don't know what this is. I've never heard anybody speak about it before. So I did a bit of digging and I came across um, lots of clinical reports and trials and studies and, you know, um, international association boards and people that were doing intensive research on PMDD. Anyway, the advice I took from doing all of my research was to start tracking my menstrual cycle. And I started doing that. I downloaded all of the trackers and, you know, found um, support groups on Facebook and found there were like maybe 12,000 women in one Facebook group in the UK that were suffering from PMDD. Wow. Which blew my mind. And I just came across lots of YouTube videos and all of that stuff. Anyway, so fast forward two months after the breakdown, I'd gone to, back to my GP, which is my um, doctor's. <laughs> And I took my menstrual cycle trackers and I brought my husband with me because I kind of felt a little bit, and you know, looking back on it now, I kind of felt like people wouldn't take me seriously. I yeah. thought they would just kind of brush it off and say, do you know what, it's your hormones or you know what, it's, it's PMS, it's normal. And my doctor took all of my trackers and I printed out all of these like real important documents and trials and publications and she got on the internet and she Googled it. And when she finished Googling it, she said, I'm going to refer you to a specialist. So she referred me to a menstrual cycle, sorry, um, um, a gynecologist who specializes in menstrual disorders. And a month later, I was diagnosed with PMDD. So my gut instincts were correct. And my options, Christina, for healing were to have antidepressants, which were a complete no-no for me, um, or to basically women out there were having hysterectomies so they could stop their menstrual cycles. Wow. And I didn't want to follow any of those routes. So I just said to myself, I'm going to try and deal with this holistically because I'd already read online, like a lot of healing comes from your diet and your lifestyle. So I was like, I'm going to try and do this holistically. And that's what I've set out to do. And it's completely transformed my life. And now I literally want to just sing it from the rooftops, how amazing it is when you live aligned to your cycle. Not only are you able to create so much power within yourself and tap into your intuition and unlock all of this unlimited creativity and abundance, you're able to really and this is aligned to what you do, really step into that feminine flow. Yes. <laughs> so that's a little bit about how I've got into it. Wow. A, a little bit. Sorry, I've been talking for about 10 minutes. No, that's great. <laughs> well, not great, but yeah. So, okay. So the difference between PMS and PMDD, what do you find are the, the biggest? How can we differ differentiate? So... With both of the both of the symptoms, you have sorry. With both of the conditions, you have 
um, physiological symptoms and you have emotional. So emotional with PMS is you get a little bit teary. You might feel a little bit irritable. Um, with your physiological, you might feel a little bit sore. You might have sore boobs or you might have tired legs. Right. Or you might get a little bit of a migraine. With PMDD, you turn up the frequency to a thousand. So it's basically everything is heightened and exaggerated. Wow. Instead of being a little bit irritable, you will find that you have rage. Instead of feeling a little bit teary one day, you know, if you're just watching like a cute advert on TV you may find that you're crying for hours and hours and hours on end. Instead of feeling a little bit sad, you'll feel depressed for days. So the symptoms can kick in any time between seven, yeah, from about seven days or for about 10 days before your period starts. Whereas with PMS, it may only start about two or three days before. Wow. So you're literally living two weeks of feeling normal which is you know questionable and then two weeks of just feeling like your the world has been kind of just like turned upside down all the rugs been pulled from under your feet and wow. you go the state of feeling so not like yourself and just like a different person you start isolating yourself you start making up excuses for not being around you start making up excuses for not wanting to be sociable and it's just a bit of a vicious cycle, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine because PMS can be treacherous as it is. And mm. imagining that turned all the way up every single month yeah. for like half the month. Because mm. I was I was binge watching your YouTube last night and I saw you mention that if you guys have to check her out on YouTube, by the way, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> you mentioned, you know, you were spending half the month like pulling apart your life and then the other half you were putting back the pieces yeah, together the pieces up exactly. yeah wow and it's and tough because there's other people that are in in your life you know it's yeah it's not just you living here by yourself you have to deal with relationships and I just got married so it was it was really oh, difficult gosh. to understand yeah um, but my husband has been just an absolute angel <laughs> Oh, that's so good. I can only imagine because, yeah, when you're in those early stages of like newly married, it's kind of like also a testing ground in yeah. some point. And then this is going on. And it's like, oh, my goodness. But you're definitely blessed. That's amazing. It's, um, it's our one year wedding anniversary on Saturday. And we're just looking back, just thinking, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what a ride we've been on. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing though to have a partner that you know that understands and and is with you through all of that. Mm. So, how have you been able to kind of self heal through these symptoms that you've been experiencing? Because it's gotten a lot better, right? Yeah. Whoa i I don't have PMDD anymore. Whoa. So when you when you're diagnosed with PMDD, you're told that there's no cure. You're told that it's something that you have to manage and just you know, kind of just live with for the rest of your life, unless you have your antidepressants or whether you have something a little bit more radical. Um, <clears throat> but I've met people or I've spoken to people who have been cured and I'm never, I'm never going to take no for an answer. 
when it comes to my health, you yeah. know, to be your own health advocate. Um, so the mind-body connection for me has played a huge fundamental role in my healing. I had to believe that I could be healed first. I had to see myself as being healed. And then it's come to my reality. Wow. So um, I basically knew that lifestyle and diet would be- play a huge role. So the first thing I did was change my diet, change what I was eating, change what I was drinking. So I'm a quite, um, or I'm not anymore, I'd say, (laughs) pre-PMDD, I'm a really like high functioning person. Like I'm really ambitious. I've always got a lot of plates spinning and things like that. So there were never, there were times when I was getting these little nudges from my intuition and my body was trying to tell me certain things, but I would brush it off and be like, no V, just keep going. You've got things to do. Do you see what I mean? Right. Um, so I really had to start listening, really start slowing down. And I remember one time I listened to a podcast called The Art of Slowing Down. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> There's a skill to slowing down your life. <laughs> so I just really started slowing down and taking each day as it come and really started like, listening to what my body needed. If I was tired, I would sleep and I wouldn't feel bad about it. If I was hungry, I would eat, but I would fill myself with foods that would sustain me and, and know that, that they wouldn't exhaust me. Um, I started doing a lot more exercise. Like before all of this happened, I was the type of person that would say, oh my God, I hate walking. I would drive my car to the shop, which would be on the corner. <laughs> Yeah, I would just drive my car everywhere. I would never think, oh, I'm going to walk to the train station today. When I could, it was like a 20 minute walk and I would never do it. Um, so I started taking long walks and listening to podcasts and listening to other women and their stories. And I got to the point actually when I started thinking, I can't listen to certain stories anymore because it was put in certain images in my head of me not being able to heal. Mm. So I really started turning things around on its head and taking charge of my own happiness, my own reality. And after, you know, changing my diet and um, changing my lifestyle, when I started then implementing success habits, so waking up early in the morning, I'm not sure whether you've seen, but I've got a um, how to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to achieve your goals video. Yeah. So I started waking up early in the morning and setting up a morning routine. Yeah. Within this routine, I would really take time to just be with me and my soul and listen to what was really going on in my head and in my heart. And I was meditating and I was doing visualizations and affirmations and just really getting into this mindfulness and really trying to be a master in it. And lo and behold, it, it slowly started working and happening. And the latter part of my journey, I would say the past three months, I've actually been doing hypnotherapy, which I will be fully certified in as of next year. And that completely changed my life. Wow. So hypnotherapy works. (laughs) And I started listening to hypnosis at nighttime. And I did a course for myself. 
Um, and I started practicing what I was preaching. I started really taking on board things that I was hearing and just trying to share that message because that's the only way you learn. That's the only way when your subconscious mind is able to really reprogram itself and start unlocking all of these bits of magic that you've got within you. Right. I love that. It's kind of like, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. You have to be, that belief is so important. So it's amazing that you have that and you have to be, be willing to do things that make you uncomfortable, like waking up earlier instead of telling yourself you don't have time to do things differently and going on walks and yeah. It's a lot of sacrifice that went into it, but do you know what? I'm a different person. I'm so much happier yeah having a breakdown would create well you know this (laughs) you know this when you have a spiritual awakening the life that you had before you look back and you think was I sleeping right (laughs) (laughs) yes what was happening right that's so funny because that absolutely leads to the next question I was going to ask you was, do you feel like your journey with PMDD has like catapulted you into a spiritual awakening? And what has that been like the spiritual aspect of it all? Absolutely. 100%. Um, without a shadow of a doubt, this has been a spiritual awakening. But you know what? And I'm sure you would agree with me, Christina, is that you're always having those moments where your intuition or you know, God or the universe is trying to just give you a little prod and be like, come on, you've got this. Or, yeah. Come on, like, you can hear me, right? So I would say I I, saw, I read the book, The Secret, when I was about, I think I was about 18. And I went to university and I met my best friend at university. And I always say that I only went to uni to meet her because we have literally been each other's soul sisters. Oh you know, over a decade, I think like longer than a decade now. And um, the minute I read that book, we it was like book after book after book, you know. Um, oh my God, I've completely forgotten what that book is called. Conversations with God or Celestine Prophecy. And those books and that lifestyle has always been part of me. But I never thought that it would be, there would become a day where I would be able to merge like my passions and my purpose together. Like people knew that I was like spiritual and I always had like positive energy and things like that. But I never thought it would be something that I would actually be doing as my life's work, you know? Right. So I've always been manifesting. I've manifested my husband. <laughs> I've manifested the the plate, the house that I live in now. I've manifested jobs. I've manifested, you know, experiences and everything. I've manifested this podcast interview, Christina. Yes. <laughs> But I never thought that my spirit, my spiritual life would be part of something that would make me feel really uncomfortable. Right. The comfortability factor was me having that breakdown and then being really like unsure whether this is something I can talk about with my friends or starting that, starting my Instagram page or starting this business has been, Wow. I never thought I could stand in front of a camera and speak in front of a camera about my day-to-day life. It was always about, I'm not sure if you know, but I'm a makeup artist as well. Yes. Yes. So I was always, you know, comfortable speaking to people. Yeah. I never thought that I would be 
standing, being extremely vulnerable, vulnerable and exposing what I've been through. But I know that that's been able to help so many women. And if I never found those YouTube videos or those articles or, or those Instagram pages when I was trying to uncover what was happening with me, then I wouldn't be here right now. Right. You know, everybody needs to know that they're not alone. Yes, the power of sharing your story and representation totally matters. Everyone's story matters. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned a bit about manifestation. So how has your relationship and your abilities to manifest kind of evolved since embodying menstrual awareness into your life? Well, with your menstrual cycle, just like the seasons on earth, there are seasons that we go through as women. And a lot of women are unaware of this, or they just think that they're just going crazy every month. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or they think that they are not consistent, or they think that they're lazy, or they think, you know, just anything negative that could come into a woman's mind about why their behaviors are changing as their monthly cycles change in, they will put that to it. So there are four um, phases of your menstrual cycle. I'm going to just explain them in a way um, that will make it easy to understand um, if you've never heard of this stuff before. Yeah, please do. So just like the seasons on earth, there's um, winter, spring, summer, and autumn. With your menstrual cycle, there's four phases, and that's your follicular phase, your menstruation, your ovulation, and your luteal phase. So if we explain those four phases, or if we label those four phases as the seasons on earth, so menstruation, so when you're bleeding, is your inner winter. And that is the time when your intuition is on point. It's 100 You can really, really, really tap into that intuitive power when you're menstruating. It's a time that you're meant to be resting, reflecting, reviewing, and being a visionary. You're able to really visualize. And if you do scripting, which is when you're writing in um, the present tense about things that you want to come into your life, this is a really powerful time to do it. So... Your menstruation is your inner winter. When you go into spring, which is the follicular phase, so that's when you finished your period and you suddenly have this new surge of energy. You feel, you feel like you've been rebirthed because your menstruation phase actually is like a death. It's like um, a concept of death and rebirth because you're shedding one cycle and you're going into a new one. So when you enter your inner spring, you are feeling so much more energy as your hormone levels slowly start rising. You want to kind of dip your toe back into the world again. You're feeling a little bit more um, energetic and a little bit more sparky. This time is your perfect time to set your intentions. So you've already kind of seen the vision that you want in your your menstruation phase. You've got your intuition to really tap into that. When you go into your inner spring, you can really set those intentions and become a magnet. Wow. That's exciting. (laughs) It's so exciting. And I'm still, as you can tell in my voice, I'm so fascinated by this stuff. And I just feel like every woman needs to know. Yes, 100%. 
So that when you go into your um, inner summer, which is when you feel, a lot of people like to describe this as like your Beyonce time, because you are feeling your best, looking your best, and you generally like embody living your best life. <clears throat> so your hormones are at peak. You're, you've got so much more sexual energy as well. You become, those pheromones, girl, are like excreting out of you, like, you are a magnet for attention and confidence and abundance. And you are honestly like you can communicate really well as well. This is the time where you take the intentions that you set and you start talking about them. You're you're planting that seed. So your manifestation is slowly, slowly growing. So then when you go into your inner autumn, which is your PMS phase or your premature, your wild woman archetype or however you like to describe it, your inner autumn is when you start withdrawing, you start going inwards a little bit. You start thinking about those intentions that you set and the goals that you set. You start reviewing, editing and really start being able to express your truth a little bit further as well. Wow. The whole menstrual cycle is a portal for manifestation. Why aren't we taught this in school? Exactly. <laughs> wow. Exactly. I've been, I've had so many like in the shower arguments. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. You know what I mean, right? Yes. Like, you know, teachers or the government or whatever, whoever <laughs> didn't give us this information when we are growing up. Because you can transform your life this way. You can really transform. I believe you can transform your life through the power of your period. Yeah. And it's so funny because, you know, we are always taught to just view our period as like, ugh, the period is coming again. Like, this sucks. This is awful. Um, Yeah. But when you think of it in this perspective, it's like, oh, I can't wait for my period to come so I can start manifesting. Exactly. So obviously people who have got PMDD or women who have got, you know, other menstrual disorders or reproductive issues or anything like that, which means their menstrual cycles are a difficult time for them. It's not obviously going to be that easy. Yeah. But I really believe once you clean up your diet and you clean up your lifestyle and you really believe that you, you can have the life that you deserve your periods will fall into place your periods also are it's like a report card it's like um it's your optimal um let's say scoring for knowing how healthy you are right if you're not having a period so whether you're suppressing your periods with um hormonal contraception or whatever it may be obviously not menopause or anything like that but if you're not having an actual menstrual cycle a full menstrual cycle then you can't really experience how amazing menstrual cycle awareness is and how amazing it is to live your life through the power of your period or through your flow or whatever you want to call it right so yeah exciting times yeah wow and do you have any apps that you recommend for tracking the different phases that you you mentioned well i personally recommend pen to paper Okay. Be honest with you. Um, I've actually got a cycle tracker which is coming out next week, which you'll be able to download from me. Ooh. Um, which has just literally just been approved from the designer, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and it's basically all you need to know is how you're feeling within your mind, how you're feeling within your body, 
and what day of the cycle you're on. If you're just making a note of that day in, day out, you could just literally write a few words. Today I feel, or today I don't feel, or do you know what I mean? Right. Um, so I always recommend pen to paper because I simply live by, when you write things down, one, they become, they go into your subconscious and two, you're able to really look back on it and you're able to write with flow and just without it being too constrained. Yeah. I love that. Like journaling. Yeah. Um, apps though, one app that I am really um, fond of is Moody, Moody Month. Okay. So um, that is a um, menstrual cycle app and it also has really fantastic articles on you know hormones and foods and all of those things that come into really looking at your hormones and oh, awesome the cycle. So that's fantastic. And then um, you may have heard of Clue. No, I haven't. Clue app. Okay, so Clue is really good as well. Um, so I've got those two on my phone. Oh, cool. Um, but I also use my cycle tracker, which is literally like you can download it you can print it off you can just stick it on your wall where it'll keep it in your diary and you can just open it up and just write down how you're feeling within your mind and your body you've got a little note there where you can you know add additional notes what day of the month it is whether you've been sexually active that day and things like that oh I love that I'm actually really excited for your tracker because I do love the pen to paper and yes. having that you know self motivation while you're doing it not rely on an app, but apps can be convenient, but I love that. Yes, definitely. definitely. Cool. Thank you for sharing. Mm. Okay. So I noticed one thing that you've mentioned has, you know, been the foundation of your healing journey is your belief. And I believe, I believe that the root of being able to have that sense of belief in yourself ties into worthiness mm. and, you know, a pretty consistent theme that I've experienced personally. I know a lot of my listeners and clients I've worked with have experienced as well. It's just being held back from not feeling worthy um, and able to believe in themselves in that way. So have you experienced any, any relationship around worthiness and how have you kind of dealt with it? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> believe it or not. In December last year, so my breakdown slash breakthrough was November last year. I made a vision board for 2019. Right in the middle of my vision board, Christina, I've got self-doubt and the word doubt is crossed out and the word worth is replaced in red. And I've just literally cut that from a magazine. So this has been something that subconsciously I didn't even know that I was doubting my worthiness or not even realizing that I didn't feel worthy or enough in some aspects right so with the hypnosis that I initially did um that kind of like was a catalyst into healing from PMDD was about recognizing that I am worthy and about recognizing that I am enough I used to class myself as being a perfectionist and I've realized now that being a perfectionist holds you back. Yeah. It holds you back from not opportunities necessarily, but from just expressing yourself and just being able to just show up and be yourself. And I literally went to bed for 21 nights listening to a hypnosis that kept on repeating, you are worthy, you are enough. And I wake up now every morning. I don't get out of bed in the morning. 
until I've told myself that I'm worthy, I'm enough, I'm capable, I'm good enough. Wow. And that is just, it's become such a habit that it's just who I am now. I know that I'm enough now. I know that I'm good enough. And I do honestly feel like any problem, whether it's PMDD or PMS or anxiety or depression, the root cause of it is based on how you speak to yourself. Right. I honestly do think that depression, anxiety and other, you know, um, things that you know, will trigger your mental well-being or will trigger your mental health comes down to how you speak to yourself. We need to be careful on how we speak to ourselves. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. Especially, you know, um, I'm not super familiar with therapy or hypnotherapy, I'm, I should say. And so in my mind, I'm imagining someone going like, you are very sleepy and like holding a <laughs> clock in front of you. But the fact that you're saying it's literally you're just you're listening to like affirmations, if you will. Yeah. So there's, yeah, I had that misconception about hypnosis as well. I used to think, do you know what it is? I think it's TV. Yes. It made us feel like, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you're going to start barking like a dog or they're going to make you like, I don't know, do something really stupid because they normally do hypnotherapy on a stage of like loads of people. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that at all. What it is, it's um, you go into a deeper sense of awareness of yourself. So you're fully... You know what it is it relaxes your nervous system and when your nervous system's relaxed your subconscious mind is fully awake so what that means is that you're able to take suggestions a lot better yeah and when you're able to take these suggestions a lot better and you are you know your conscious mind is going to sleep and your subconscious is what's taking the information because believe it or not our subconscious mind controls 99.9 percent of our behaviors and our conscious mind, so things that we try to do, I'm trying to start a new diet, I'm trying to wake up early, that only can control 0.0 something 5%, which is nothing. Yeah. So it's through our subconscious mind we're able to really, you know, unlock those limiting beliefs or unlock those, um, those, those things that are holding us back and those stories that we've told ourselves that we can't do this or we're not good enough or we're not worthy is really getting to the cause, the root cause of why you believe that and then just reprogramming your mind. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it makes it sound so doable because it is, but I think, you know, a lot of people are stuck in the unworthiness mindset. It feels impossible, but. Yeah. And you know, like, so I work with women day in, day out, not just speaking to women about menstrual wellness coaching and you know, the things that I do. But as a makeup artist, I've been around women for, it's come up to 14 years now I've been in the industry as a makeup artist. And it, sometimes it breaks my heart when I hear how women speak about themselves. Yeah. Because you instantly, without even realizing, and this is what I mean by it's your subconscious mind that's always leading the way. You instantly say, say, say for example, I've got someone in my chair, they'll say, oh, I don't like my eyebrows or oh my God, no, 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 I've got terrible skin. And I'm like, oh my God, your cheekbones are popping. (laughs) Oh my God, your lips are amazing. I always see like good, but you know, it's natural. You look in the mirror and you look at what you don't like. Yeah. And we really need to start changing that. We really need to start telling ourselves that we're amazing. Yes. We are just, you know, we're capable of anything if we just believe that it can happen. Yes, I love that. 
And I love how you mentioned, you know, like your subconscious is like 99% of everything that you do. So the mindset plays like a huge part into that, being able to connect with your, your subconscious. So I know you do have a lot of teachings around mindset work. So I'd love to know, like, what is your daily routine that you use to help maintain your own mindset? Okay, so it's it's actually changed, and it does change, and I yeah. think you would agree. Yes. Um, but at the moment, I'll tell you what I'm doing. So I'm waking up around 5 a.m. <laughs> I wake up at 5 a.m., and I've got to the point now where I tell myself, or I've told myself so much that I'm excited to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yes. I tell myself that because I want to live a life of greatness I tell myself that only great people wake up in the morning and I'm doing this for a reason and you know I I I really pump myself up I get myself as like my own little cheerleader so I wake up at five um and I will do some yoga yoga's also changed my life I forgot to mention that when I was talking about lifestyle and diet but yoga has completely changed my life I love it Um, so I do yoga in the morning and it doesn't have to be a long session. I literally follow a YouTube channel, Yoga with Adrian. She's amazing. Oh, yes. I've done her, her workouts yeah. too. Yes. <laughs> literally, she's in my living room every morning. And I will do one of her um, classes that could be like 10 minutes or 15 minutes or 20 minutes or half an hour, depending on how much time I've got or what mood I'm in or what day of my cycle I'm on. And I then will do meditation. So I'll either do meditation or scripting. So I used to spend a lot of time journaling what was on my mind and just doing like morning pages. So that's just, you know, streams of consciousness. So just writing freehand, what's on my mind, what I need to get out of my head, how I'm feeling, how I'm thinking. But now I've really tapped into this scripting and I'm now starting my scripting by saying, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have, or I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm, and then I'll write what yeah. to happen in my day in my life in the next three months, three years, five years, whatever it is. And I'm writing that and I'm writing that for about 10 minutes listening to um, high frequency music. So like soul, I don't know how to pronounce it actually. Is it solfregio? I've seen like binaural beats. Yeah, like binaural beats. That's what I should have said instead of embarrassing myself. No, it's fine. Yeah, I've never tried to pronounce it either. So <laughs> pronouncing that word. Yeah, so um, binaural beats and just listening to that and just scripting. Oh, yeah, and I part of my morning routine, which is now like a ritual, is making an amazing breakfast. So when you are really living aligned to your cycle, there's certain foods that you eat at certain times of your cycle. Um, and breakfast for me has always been like my favorite time of the day. Yes. Hungry and I love food. <laughs> So I'll always make just an amazing breakfast and I'll make sure that I've got time to eat. Obviously, there's some days that I'm like rushing and trying to eat, but I'm human. But there's days where I'm, I've sat down, I've enjoyed it and I'm trying to be mindful when I'm eating and just bless the food and just really try to appreciate the time that I've got to make a breakfast and sit down and eat it. Right. And um, what else would I do? Yeah, maybe just some affirmations. Um, and yeah, I think, I think that's it. I love it. I feel so inspired. I'm like, I'm waking up at 5am tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's unusual. It is. I honestly believe that you can make anything that feels unfamiliar to you feel familiar. 
Yes. The peer who is, she is a hypnotherapist and she's the one that actually started that viral video of I'm enough. Have you heard of her? Um, I don't think so. You know, everyone, everyone started saying I'm enough and they started writing it on their mirrors and I don't know. Yeah. It was like a few years ago. Right. She's the one that started, um, or, you know, created a hypnosis about I'm enough. Oh. Anyway, she says you can make anything unfamiliar, familiar. You know how to ride a bike, you know, one day. One day it was unfamiliar. The next day it was familiar. Right. You didn't know how to drive a car at one point of your, of your life. You didn't know how to pay bills or save money or whatever it is. Right. You made it familiar. So it, it just takes a little bit of what you said earlier, getting uncomfortable. Yeah. So it just becomes who you are at the end of the day and not what you do. Yeah. It's all about the choices we decide to make, right? Mm, Yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, awesome. So I know that by the time this episode goes live, you will have totally rebranded. So do you want to tell us a bit about your rebrand and what's going on with that? So, yeah, I am now the Status Flow Collective. Ooh. And Status Flow Collective is the new generation of modern day menstrual wellness coaching. Like, I'm a millennial. I'm, how old am I? I'm 31. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, you know, and I'm from London. And, you know, I just feel like in this day and age, things always need to be disruptive. And things need to be challenged because, as we know, there's so many um, pre-programmed stories and beliefs about how we live our lives, how women should be, how our periods should be, how we expect our periods to show up and things like that. So status flow is really about challenging and disrupting the status quo of menstrual cycles. And I'm really tapping into like having a new and empowering approach to your self-care so you no longer have to feel like oh my god my period's coming you no longer have to feel like a slave to your hormones or your flow you can just really transform and be empowered through the power of your period wow that's my message and I'm so passionate about it I'm so passionate about helping women to understand that their periods are a birthright and having a menstrual cycle is your portal to unlocking your purpose and your potential. And when you really thrive in your body and your mind, that's how you're able to unlock that power. So I just really want to give women the opportunity to become magnets, to just have the best damn life and become yes. a magnet for better opportunities and, and you know, experiences and knowing that what they imagine in their head doesn't have to just be in the imagination it can really be their reality they just have to believe it yes so doing a lot of coaching around menstrual wellness um life and success coaching as well and by next year I'll be fully certified in life and success coaching hypnotherapy mm-hmm. Um, NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming, which really gets the root of the um, the root of the subconscious mind and really helps you to, you know, live your best life. Yeah. And um, emotional freedom techniques. So that's tapping. Mm, I love that. And time techniques. So there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. 
up leveling I love it a lot going on but um yeah I just really want women to know how to harness the power power they have that's amazing I'm so excited I can't wait I'm excited for you and I'm like I can't wait to be a part of this too and learn from you because you know I've me and I'm sure many other women are being very called to learn more about embodying these types of practices and feeling empowered by our menstrual cycles. So the work that you are doing is very needed. So thank you for showing up and doing this work and sharing your story. It's so amazing. Mm, thank you. And you will absolutely love it and become fascinated with it because spirituality and all of the things that we love, Christina, um, mindfulness and intuitive healing and all the things that you talk about on your platform as well. Yeah. It's a natural, it, it's, it flows seamlessly into understanding how your body works. Yes. They all, they're all part of the same thing. Wow. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm excited for you. We're definitely on the same wavelength with that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So where can listeners find you online? So I will be at statusflow.co on Instagram. Cool. And in the next couple of months, I'll have a brand new website up as well um, in, in the middle of September. So I think this will be out around that time. Um, I will have a new cycle tracker where you can download it and start tracking your cycle and start really getting in tune with your mind and body. So you'll be able to get that from statusflow.co on Instagram and you can just click on the link and you'll be able to get that there on YouTube. I've got a YouTube channel. I release weekly videos and my YouTube channel will be Status Flow Collective. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's so exciting. I can't wait for everyone to check you out. And I highly recommend everyone does because your content is amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for sharing with us today. I've finally spoken because we have been loving on each other. Yes. Now on Instagram. <laughs> yes. I love Instagram because it brings me closer to all my, my soul sisters all over the world. Yeah, so we definitely found our tribe. We yes. found our tribe. So yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. And thank you, Christina, for all of your amazing work that you're doing in the world as well. You're so needed. Oh, thank you. So needed. Love it. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being here. Okay. Okay, my love. I'm gonna. All right, you guys. How amazing is Viani? Not only is she like a radiant burst of sunshine. She is a wealth of knowledge and so, so needed in our feminine collective as, you know, we're all transcending in this journey of healing. And I really, really love the way that she empowers women to take a new perspective, a new approach to their lifestyle and a new sense of empowerment around their menstrual cycle. Because for so long we have been you know, taught that our menstrual cycles should keep us down, should hold us back, and we should feel like crap because of it. So if you haven't 
been inspired to as yet, make sure you go check her out. Grab her, her tracker, and, you know, start getting your flow in check because I'm about to be doing the same. And a friendly reminder for those of you who have been feeling the calling towards, you know, working with me and flower essences, the doors to the Freedom Collective are still open. And for those who may not be familiar with this, this is my 30-day journey to freedom with flower essences. So if you have been craving not only, you know, just more freedom in your life, but the ability, the permission to start leading a spirit-led lifestyle, this is the collective experience for you. And I'm so, so honored to be able to hold the space for you and support you in your unique journey to freedom. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I really hope that you will join us in the collective if you're feeling the calling. Until next time.